In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, Word of God, reveal more of yourself to us through your presence in the Bible. Led by the Holy Spirit, guide our time of reflection. It increase our desire for you in the Scripture and in the Sacrament. Amen. All of our first readings in the season of Advent for year A are taken from the prophet Isaiah. This week, we hear a passage from the 35th chapter. Isaiah is describing how those whom the Lord has ransomed will return and enter Zion singing. Isaiah is writing with displaced Israelites in mind. They've been taken out of their homeland, and Isaiah comforts them by telling them they'll return to Zion and will do so singing. As they return from exile, the very land itself will also be singing. The desert and the parched land will exult. The steppe will rejoice and bloom. As the people travel through this regenerated land back to Jerusalem, they themselves also become regenerated in Isaiah's vision. Eyes of the blind are opened, ears of the deaf are cleared, and the tongues of the mute start to sing. Isaiah is constantly harping on this point throughout the book, and he harped on it just in last weekend's first reading as well. When the exiles return, there will be a highway leading towards Jerusalem. Have you been patiently waiting for me to talk about the second reading? Because our passage from the book of James is all about patience. It even begins with, be patient, brothers and sisters. In these four verses, the word patient occurs four different times. The reason for the patience, according to James, is waiting for the Lord's return. Be patient, brothers and sisters, until the coming of the Lord. As is the case throughout the book of James, the author uses rich metaphors to illustrate his point. Here, he describes a farmer patiently waiting for the rains to sustain his crops. The metaphor is a good one because it demonstrates how rain's arrival is completely out of the farmer's control. I mean, think about it. As many rain dances as the farmer may dance, he can't control when the rain falls. The same is true with the Lord's return. You too must be patient. Make your hearts firm because the coming of the Lord is at hand, although we don't know when it will be. Not only is the coming of the Lord at hand, but James even says that the judge is standing before the gates. Like your Uber Eats delivery man, the visual of Jesus standing outside at the door is one that we find at several other places in the scriptures. In the book of Revelation, the risen Lord says, Behold, I am standing at the door and knocking. And then Jesus himself in Mark's gospel says that when you see these things happening, know that he is near, at the door. And while we're on the subject of people at the door, John the Baptist is standing within the doors of prison in our gospel passage this weekend. He's heard of the works of the Christ, and he sends his disciples to Jesus to ask him the following question. Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? John's question, though, is a little strange when we recall that this same John the Baptist baptized Jesus earlier in Matthew's gospel. It seems as though John had forgotten all about Jesus' baptism when the heavens were open and a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. But recall that John the Baptist is in prison. He must have been anticipating a Messiah, an anointed one, who is going to arrive on the scene and bring about a quick judgment of all the wicked, especially those who were unjustly imprisoning people like John the Baptist. John the Baptist is wondering when Jesus is going to start acting like the Messiah all of Israel expected. But Jesus doesn't respond to John's question directly. Rather, he shows how he's fulfilling Isaiah's prophecy about the Messiah. The lame walk, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have the good news proclaimed to them. Jesus says in so many words, yes, I am the Messiah, spoken of by Isaiah. 
I'm just not the Messiah you expected. After answering a question about himself, the Gospel concludes with Jesus answering unprovoked questions about John the Baptist. He asked the crowds if they went out in the desert to see John the Baptist, or a reed swayed by the wind. This reed seems like something completely from left field, until we learn that Herod Antipas, whom you'll remember is imprisoning John the Baptist, used the image of the reed as an emblem on his coins after he finished constructing Tiberius. Think of it like if President Roosevelt started printing the Hoover Dam on dollar bills after he had organized its construction. Same thing here. So Jesus is likely making a subtle dig at Herod, calling him a reed swayed by the wind. And the dig gets a little less subtle when Jesus asks the crowd if they went out to the desert to see someone dressed in fine clothing, since those who wear fine clothing are in royal palaces. Through it all, Jesus is contrasting Herod with John the Baptist, and finishes by saying that among those born of women, there has been none greater than John the Baptist. So that's it. That's your Sunday setup for this third Sunday in Advent in year A. May this knowledge of the story behind the scripture allow you to encounter Jesus Christ in a new way this weekend. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.